So, hi there. Welcome to the third episode of We Gotta Talk. Today, your host is all the time. You're having myself over here, Damiana Torrance, and my social media will be at Damiana underscore Torrance. I'm here with my lovely partner. Hello, everyone. I'm Valentina once again, and my Instagram is going to be at ValentinaRicci07. Today we have quite an interesting show prepared for you. I'm going to have to say that this is one of my favorite shows so far because it's a skincare. First of all, I'm hoping everyone is as excited as we are. Because, well, I mean, skincare is probably one of the biggest trends at the moment. I, I will say safely. Today, Valentina is going to ask us a couple of questions about skincare and I'm gonna answer with the best of the knowledge I have. I do have to say a disclaimer, I'm not a skincare professional, I'm not a dermatologist or a statistician. All the knowledge that I'm pulling out here today and the answers that I will say is from what I have talked with professionals in the industry for what I have listened to and the research that I have made. Otherwise, this is all for entertainment purposes and for you to know a few things out of free But otherwise, if you have real skincare problems, you should talk with your esthetician or dermatologist in place. Uh, on the other hand, we hope you enjoy. And if you have any further questions, feel free to ask us in our social media. And if you would like to hear more about skincare brands and skincare tips, let us know. We'll do a second, third, fourth part on this because, again, I'm a skincare lover, so I won't mind at all. Another hand, I'll pass the voice to Valentina. Yes, absolutely. I think that skincare is also super trendy, like you're saying, and it's also very important. I think it's really nice that it's trending right now because some people, and, and I'm including myself, not know how important it is to take good care of your skin. And for this episode, I think we're gonna get right into that. But before we get into that, I would like to share with you a fun fact that I found on the marvelous internet. You want to hear it? Ready for it. Okay. I actually love this one and I I, I wish that this would still be, you know, um, like on. I, I think that this one, it's very, very nice. And I really wish that we still have that today, but unfortunately we don't. That is in the 16th century... Turkish women could initiate a divorce if their husbands didn't pour coffee for them. How amazing is that? Oh my god, I'm loving this fact so much. I'm gonna stay out there for my future husband, for him. This is gonna be a rule in the house. You do not pour coffee for me and that's gonna lead to a, pro to a probably divorce. <laughs> Or if you do about coffee, that, that works the same way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think this one's amazing. Like, if you, like, if their husbands didn't pour coffee for them, that's immediate divorce. This was, this was completely legal, okay? So this was, like, a real good reason <laughs> for you to divorce your husband <laughs> if he didn't pour you coffee every morning. And I completely, 100% support that. I wish this was still, you know, legal, but I, I think, I probably think this is not, <laughs> not <laughs> okay anymore, but I wish it was. But I believe you still have a fun fact for me. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I do. I do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's as funny as that one. 
Um, I mean, we're a bit extremist on that, but what can you do? It's just coffee. <laughs> so mine is actually inspired out of my latest obsession, as I guess a lot of people is having too with Netflix uh, lately. Uh, so I've been obsessed with Outlander, and that's what inspired this fact, I guess. <laughs> so the fact is Scotland, in fact, has 421 words for snow. Yes, 421. I do not know what the words are, obviously. I do have a few examples, uh, and I'm pretty sure my pronunciation is going to be bad. But I have something called sneeze. I have something called fuffle, which means swirl. And I have something called flink drinking. Oh wow. Which is <laughs> yeah. Which is light snow. And then there's like another bunch of random facts about snow in Scotland. I'm guessing it's a big part of the well, it's obviously it's a big part of the weather there. Well, actually, well, speaking about Scotland and the way, you know, their own language and all of that, Scottish, I, I love that since, you know, I've been watching this show, like you said, Outlander. But before you get me started on Jamie from Outlander, I'm going to comment suddenly or on the fact that is, you know, it's a very interesting um, language because, you know, before the, the show, I knew that they would speak some other thing, but I didn't think it was that hard, you know? I mean, I didn't know any of it before. But um, it's very interesting that, you know, it's, it's a very wide language, as I, as I can see. Yeah, well, I, I feel like we talked about this a little bit before. Uh, I did my research, this is what I love, historical shows, uh, on what they used to speak, because I was a bit um, interested after I heard that it was Gaelic what they actually were mixing mm -hmm. in the English that Scotland speak on the show because I knew where Gaelic came from or I had an idea where Gaelic came from and I think uh, Valentina and I talked about this before uh, and then I did a huge research on it and again I'm not completely sure that this is true but according with the internet that weird big place Gaelic actually comes from Ireland I don't know how much this is true, but they say that the oldest Gaelic in the world actually came from a stone they find in Ireland. And then they improve it a bit into Irish Gaelic, which is supposedly the oldest Gaelic. And then Scotland to Gaelic as well. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right, by the way. <laughs> and, and they like sort of make it a Scotch dialect, which is like a Scotch Gaelic. And then obviously English came in and they did sort of a mix in between them. So they kept some of the Scottish words and then they put them into English. But yeah, I thought it was really interesting because at the end of the day, I knew what Irish people also speak Gaelic at some point. So that's sort of like a historical fact, if you wanted that <laughs> over there. Oh, that's awesome. It's always good to know more, you know, around the world. It's always good to know more about all of these cultures that are ancient and i think that's very interesting to know and well before we get more into scotland and that has to do with outlander it has to do with jamie please don't get me started on jamie so let's just get into the topic of today which is skincare damiana i have some questions for you 
that are by popular demand because like a lot of people around the world i have zero knowledge about skincare actually the skincare that i have right now was made by you because i help because you uh helped me with that i asked you for help and you came and saved me so i would like you to do the same thing for the people that are listening to us so i have four or five questions that are the most you know popular and maybe the ones that are myths that you could you know clarify here on the show is that okay well i'm certainly glad to do so again i just want to say i'm incredibly glad to help the skincare with everyone because it has been such a big struggle for me for so many years that having the knowledge that i have now i love to help other people to get to get it better because the problem with the skincare industry is there's so much more misinformation so much misinformation sorry and there the brands are really misleading in the world because there's not enough research and a lot of ingredients we use and that's basically why there's so much confusion so yeah i'm open to all the questions that you have go for it all right let's start with question number one i think question number one is very important because it has to do with the thing that people that a bunch when i say a bunch a bunch of people do at their houses at home so i just want to clarify this in front of everyone that's listening to us and here it goes do diys actually work like you know when you get some coffee masks or egg masks or lemon masks and all of these things that you mix at home do they actually work So I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but <laughs> here's the thing with the DIY. First of all, I want to clarify that all the questions over here uh, sort of goes for everyone. It doesn't matter the age range you are. And most of the questions also, we're going to try to drive them to all the skin types. Um, and then I might talk about a few ingredients depending on which your concern is. But going back to the question for the DIYs. Okay, DIYs are not good for you. Let's put it out there. Let's spread the word louder for the people in the back. <laughs> DIYs are not good for you. Oh Here's why. I know the trend came up because you will see all these things on Pinterest and Instagram, now TikTok, because it's fun, I guess. I'm kind of lazy, so I never got completely into it, and I'm glad <laughs> for that because as much as it's aesthetic and you feel like you're having like a day spa, and it's fun to mix that up and some people for some reason think it's more economical or like cheaper to do your own DIY mask which I don't really agree because buying that bunch of ingredients for a mask is actually more expensive than buying the mask itself from a brand but you know you do you the point with DIY is the reality of it is some ingredients are just not good for the face or Okay, also, I have to clarify, most of the things we're going to talk is about face care. It's not about the rest of the skin. So it's mostly about skincare for the face. Mostly focused on acne, scars, and uh, aging, and that sort of stuff. So what happened with DIY is some of the ingredients that people put on this DIY mask or treatments are way too harsh for the skin. Your, uh, your face skin is pretty delicate. Not everyone is as sensitive, but it does have some sensibility. And it's probably the part of the skin that you expose the most to the sun. 
So some of the ingredients that you put into the mask are actually very butter sensitizing the skin. This happens even with cosmetics. But the thing with DIY is we're not chemists. Most of the people at home is not a chemist doing the mask. So we don't know exactly to what degree that ingredient is gonna make a damage to our skin. That's the big issue with it. Besides the fragrances, which is also not good for your skin, that you are putting in there, because I have seen some people put essential oils into the mask, which is a no-no. You also put in ingredients that not that depending on the quantity that you use are not beneficial for your skin. For example, I have seen so many people putting lemon juice and also cinnamon on their mask thinking that this is going to help with like acne or uh, marks or maybe with aging and it does not. There's not research backing up that lemon is good for the skin. Actually, it's actually it's very sensitizing for the skin. It's not good to put it on your face at all. So, you know, overall comment on DIYs, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't risk going into a DIY unless it's completely necessary because there are so many good products out there that have been done in a lab by a chemist that knows how much to put in the product that there's no necessity for you to actually do a DIY. That's my personal opinion on it. And if I was you, I will stop doing it. Mostly if you suffer of a lot of acne or sensitive skin, definitely don't go for it. Well, wow, that's very helpful because a lot of people do DIYs at home. You see, like you said, you see all these videos and all these tutorials on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, you name it. Everyone has their own, you know, skincare routine with things that you can find at home, with things that you can buy at the supermarket, like vegetables and all of this. And the one that, you know, caught my attention the most was lemon because you would always hear just don't splash yourself with lemon when and just step into the sunlight because you mark your skin you'll scar your skin and when i saw this in different types of you know skincare that really caught my attention right away i'm like hmm did, would you really is it okay to put lemon on your skincare to put it on your face so then you know walk out of your house and then just walk around I mean, that caught my attention pretty fast and I'm glad that you clarify here because it is important to know what's really damaging you and what's going to help you. So it's better to buy these products that, are, you know, are meant for your skin than just do it at home, you know, just like you said, just not, it's not worth taking the risk. So for the next one, speaking about buying products, I'm going to ask you this, are expensive products better than the cheap ones? Okay, so this is a misconception and I do understand why the misconception is there. We tend to think that paying more actually gives us better quality. While this is true in certain, to a certain degree, it doesn't happen with all the skincare. There's a huge amount of affordable skincare products that are very good and do, you don't have to pay this crazy amount of money for a good skincare. I swear. Here's the thing. I'm going to talk from a personal experience. I used to spend for one serum up to 50 to like, from 50 to like 80 bucks for a serum. So first of all, that's crazy. Unless you have that kind of money, which if you have that kind of money to spend on the skincare, go for it. You do you. But on my place, I don't have that. And 
amount of money to do so. And I think that most of the people that are in the market looking for skincare don't want to spend that amount of money either. That's usually the opinion that you see. So here's the thing though. There is a huge amount of brands that work with really good materials and really good ingredients to provide you a well enough skincare. Even like even a very good routine can be formed of, with a budget of I will say thirty dollars wow. as a maximum. So obviously this depends on your concern and if you are into getting a very expensive and luxurious skincare because it makes you feel good. Again, skincare is personal, everyone has their own opinions, but honestly, again, talking mostly about skincare, no makeup, because I do think on makeup you have to spend a bit more, but if it comes to skincare as serums and creams and cleansers, you definitely don't need to spend, let's say for a cleanser, you definitely don't need to spend more than 15, 20 bucks on it. And I have seen crazy prices. Again, as I said, I used to pay 50 bucks for a serum. I do have serums of 80 bucks on my closet because I have a lot of skincare and I have played with so many brands and I can tell you right ahead, do not spend a bunch of your money on a skincare because most of what is advertised is not real. Unless there's certain light to it, I will say because these big brands are just looking for marketing or at least the most of them and sometimes the ingredients they are advertising are not as beneficial or some of the ingredients they have in the list are problematic with other ingredients so i will say just off the top of my list if you want something affordable that works really well but you have to get more knowledge in the skincare will be the ordinary or even the inculis is a new um sort of new brand it has been around for a little bit that has very affordable ingredients and they're pretty good for you Again, it's a bit complicated because some of the ingredients they have are a bit more of a research for people into skincare. But if you want affordable skincare, even the pharmacy has some good products that you don't have to pay so much for it. If you want a simple pre-step routine, definitely, you don't have to spend more than 40 bucks. I will say there's a, there's a very misunderstanding that you have to spend more to have a better skin. Definitely no. Like, going and buy La Mer is so unnecessary. There's so many good products in the market that are way more affordable. Wow, that it's super important to know because it is common for people, and I include myself, that you would think like, oh, you see this um, cream or you see the serum and you see all this for $100 and you're like, oh, this must be good. Like, it's, this must be like the best thing that I could put in my face. But like you said it's not always the case like you don't need to spend a hundred dollars because maybe that product that is worth a hundred dollars is not good for your type of skin so like you said you have to be very careful with what you choose with what you you know buy to put on your face because the most expensive is not always the best one so now i'm gonna go for the next question which is also very important i used to do that um i used to do this a lot all the time and more than i should have that's why that's how i learned the wrong way that you should not do this but are exfoliating scrubs good for you and how how often are they good for you okay i'm gonna do this quick because i know i'm going around that a lot because there's a lot to cover with the skincare but i'm gonna go right ahead and said don't scrub <laughs> please 
don't do it. Here's why. It's crawling. I know there is this whole thing around that you have to exfoliate at least one to twice a week. And yes, you do have to exfoliate. I'm not saying that you don't have to. You do have to exfoliate and get that dead skin out of your face. Even more so if you're not going into an esthetician or you're not getting treatments every certain time. Because when you get dead skin and when dead skin is like clogging your pores, which is usually what happens to acne or even to certain other problems. Well, I mean, I just said that the other way around. So usually when you have dead skin, and you clog your pores, you get acne or you get other issues. So yeah, that's what exfoliant is for. You, you exfoliate and then you get rid of all those uh, dead skin and all those, let's say, not necessary parts on your face. So while you need to do at least once every week, because I wouldn't go as far as say do it two or three, I will say maybe do it once or twice in the maximum, uh, you do not need a scrub. Scrubs are way too abrasive, are way too harsh on the skin, and depending on the scrub sometimes, they can actually sort of open, not, I wouldn't say open is the best word, I will say break the skin tissue a little bit, because you never know with the scrubs. There's no way that you could know how much how, how much you're doing overdoing it. Uh, that's the problem with scrubbing. Uh, so usually that's why there's this new thing I got introduced to because I'm not gonna say I've been doing this for years. I used to scrub too when I was way younger, my teenage mistake years for skincare. I used to scrub as well. Then I do I did realize that's not pretty good. Also because I have a sensitive skin, I will see the reaction really quick. And then my like my esthetician will tell me definitely don't scrub yourself because it's not good. Also, the statisticians will tell you the same thing. You could do it with a simple sugar scrub, but my recommendation, if you have sensitive and acne prone skin, definitely don't do it. That, that's not gonna bring you any benefits. If you want to exfoliate, which you should, because that's the only way to get rid of all those impurities, do a chemical exfoliant. Now, chemicals and exfoliant are tricky. They do sound scary, but I'm telling you, they're way more gentle than scrubbing your face. There's really gentle ones. There's salicylic acid, which is a BHA we're very related to, because that's the first thing you get recommended by your dermatologist when you have acne. Uh, these do have some reactions in most people, including myself. It gives you some brightness and peeling sensation sometimes so if you prefer something a bit gentle that it doesn't provoke the reaction i recommend lactic acid and then there's glycolic acid which is definitely on the top there that's a bit more harsh and it's for people who have experienced chemical exfoliation for a while but if you put me into the exfoliation topic definitely go for chemical exfoliation as much as you can try to get rid of the scrubs but if you have to do a scrub the only one that I will recommend will be do a sugar scrub because sugar gets milled with water and try to do it very quick. Don't put it in your face for hours. Don't try to scrub it for a long period of time. Like that Bella Thorne video on Bazaar, which gave me nightmares still. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my opinion on scrubs. Definitely not necessary. There's so much better options as a chemical exfoliant. That's great. That's very good and very important to know because um we can't like you say we all go through 
the typical mistakes. I remember when I was 17 years old, I would scrub my face like three or four times a week and then I would see that my I couldn't even touch my face and I was like, what's happening? Why am I all red and all sensitive? And then my sister would come up to me and say, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're not supposed to do that at all. Like, stop, please stop damaging your skin like that. But it's, it's you know, you have to go through that to know. I mean, I, like I said, I learned the hard way to not scrub my face. And now that you told me uh, not so long ago that, you know, exfoliating scrubs are really not that good for you for not saying that they're not. Um, but you have to you have to go through that to, you know, learn and do your research and figure out what product is best for you. Now, for the next question that I have for you, Damiana, is that do you really need different products for your morning skincare routine and your night skincare routine? I'm gonna start by saying that it depends on how into skincare you are most of the time. Honestly, you don't. Most of the time you don't. The only thing that you need to differentiate from the morning to the night is your SPF. Again, SPF, do use SPF because that's the most important part of your routine. It doesn't matter the bunch of steps that you do. If you don't use SPF, you're basically destroying all the work you have done. That first stops. For the rest of your products, you really don't need very different products from morning and night. I do recommend to have different moisturizers most of the time uh, because during the night, your skin does need more moisture and it's regenerating so it needs maybe better ingredients there's a way they say that it's pretty good they say in the morning you are taking care of your skin and protecting it in the night you're treating it so yeah during the night you might want to use your harsh products your chemicals your serums and during the day you just want to protect it so basically you want to use your spf and your moisturizer your light moisturizer and that sort of stuff but otherwise, you don't really need a lot of different things during the morning and the night. Mostly it's SPF. I will say if you really, really want my opinion, just get an SPF in the daytime. And in the nighttime, you can use the same products without the SPF. And yeah, that's, that's mostly it. If you are a skincare fan, you might want to have some different options. I know myself, I have different options for the night and the day because there's things that do work better in the day. Like vitamin C does work better in the day. It's not recommendable for nighttime. But otherwise, if you just want a simple skincare routine, definitely get the same cleanser, same treatment, and same moisturizer by day and night and use your SPF during the day. Oh, that's great. Because sometimes, like you said, you have to check on the products and there are products heavier than other ones. And like you said, it's better to protect your skin during the day because of you know sunlight and you're exposed to you know all this uh, dirt that's around in the streets when you walk when you're in the public transportation and all of this it's better to protect it and then at night actually take care of it and you know apply all of these products that are gonna heal it that are gonna clean it and you know overnight it's when the magic happens so you should yeah the, the you, if you're gonna if you're planning to get one of these products you should definitely check out what the label says and what are they really you know supposed to do to your skin now there's one big and last question for you damiana which is um very important to know because i've been going around with this for years and it's the next one can diet really affect 
your skin? Oh, that's a harsh one. So, <laughs> there's. So let's start by saying that everything you put into your body is gonna affect you somehow. So, obviously, your diet is gonna affect any part of your health somehow. Because it's what they say you are what you eat. And that's completely true to a certain degree. Now, for your skin, the. It's very subjective, I will say. So, yes, there's some uh, foods and certain things that you eat that could have a reaction on your skin. Some foods do provoke more acne than others. But again, it's all very subjective because some people have the luck of not suffering from acne from any food or anything. And some others do suffer of acne depending on the food they eat. I, for example, suffer, I have a struggle with acne since I was a teen, but I've been doing my research and I know now, after so many years, that what I eat doesn't really include, doesn't really much in my skin. But I know for a fact that for you, Valentina, some of the foods that you eat sometimes have an influence of your acne or something. So again, it's very personal. You will have to go to a dermatologist probably for them to tell you if there is certain foods that you shouldn't eat in order to not get so much acne. But for most of the time, there there's not so much to, there's not enough proof that what you eat is gonna provoke harsh reactions on your skin or like very big amounts of acne. So for example, the whole thing about you have to drink water if you want clear skin that's not true you have to drink water because your body is healthier when you drink water and obviously consequentially your skin is probably gonna look better but that's just because you need water daily and the same as some foods you need to eat your vegetables you need to eat your you need to get your vitamins that sort of thing it obviously gonna it's gonna have an influence on how you look, but it's not exactly connected to acne or to certain skin problems that people do think most of the time are connected. And they think that by changing their eating, they're gonna change the way their skin look. There's very minimal effects out of that, but I will say eat healthier just because you wanna get a healthier organism, not because you want to get a healthier skin. And then, yeah. It's mostly about going to your dermatologist and verify if there's something that is affecting your acne. It's it's really good to know about this because, you know, a lot of people stop eating this or stop eating that or start eating stuff that they don't like just to get, you know, better skin and take care of their skin in a better way. But, you know, like you said, it depends on every skin type and every organism. Because for me, I have... You know some things like they have grease for example like mayonnaise i can't eat mayonnaise very often because i would see you know the <laughs> the result on my skin after but that doesn't mean that the person next to me is gonna have the same result it really depends on you and what you you know what decides you put in your body like damiana said if you have a healthy diet and you drink enough water and it's not because you need it for your skin it's because your body needs it to eat, to eat healthy and to drink water um it's not gonna you know magically repair you know scars or blackheads or any of that because that depends more on what skin type do you have and not really what you eat 
So I'm very, very glad that we clarified a bunch of the stuff that we see every day on social media and videos and you know posts and all of this. Um, it's very good to know about this that not everything that you see on social media is good or necessarily bad. So I'm very glad that we talked about this today. I would like just to pinch in uh, something that I've been knowing for a while now because I know you between you and me you're the expert here about skincare but there's one thing i know for sure that's please please and this one's for sure okay this one's for sure do not and i repeat absolutely do not sleep with your makeup on please don't do that it's the worst thing that you could do to your skin you'll be like oh just for one night just for two nights it's fine like i don't care i would you know sleep it's only mascara it's only you know eye makeup please do not like your skin will thank you every single day for that do not sleep with your makeup on that's completely insane for anyone to do because that would scar your face and that would really that would mess up your skin for real damiana please tell them if i'm wrong uh no you're totally right you definitely shouldn't sleep with your makeup on that's one-on-one skincare tips like definitely don't sleep with your makeup on always remove it again if you want to talk about products i can always recommend products in another episode of what's good for removing your makeup what is a good skincare routine a simple skincare routine but yeah that's that's a one-on-one fact do not sleep with your makeup on try to not touch your face very often try to not poke your face either and yeah i'm just gonna do a footnote for finishing up the topic mostly most of the things that we're talking about here for older age range and for all skin types, if you have a problem with your skin, again, every skin is different. So what works for some people is not gonna work for you. So try to not, sometimes it's not gonna work for you. So try to not listen to everything. I know it's hard because I have been there and having acne and having a skin problems is a very frustrating situation, but always, always try to talk to a professional. And when I mean a professional, I mean a professional, a certified esthetician, a certified dermatologist, because they have studied for a reason. So try to not always fall for the what the internet says. And if you want my recommendation on the internet, go for Paula Choice Ingredient Dictionary because ingredients doesn't lie. And that line comes from Skincare by Hiram, which is a skincare specialist that I watch all the time on YouTube. And those are certain of good tips that you can follow to actually learn a good skincare routine or a good skincare overall. So yeah, on the makeup, do not do it. That's a one-on-one skincare tip. Makeup, ruin your face if you're gonna sleep with that. That's not gonna have good consequences on your skin. Well, Damiana, I'm super glad that we got to clarify all these things today, like I said. And I think that I'm going to wrap it up with three advices that I will pick up that are very, very important. First, be careful with the things that you see on social media like DIYs. Not all of that is good for you. Second advice, please think about what you're putting into your body, not because of your skincare, but because of your body as a whole organism. Eat healthy and drink water and you will see the results not only, like I said, on your skin, but on your whole body. And three, please do not, I repeat, do not sleep with your makeup on. I think that that's all we can uh, get from today. And I'm just gonna 
you know, wrap it up here, like I said. And for the next episode, we're going to talk about five shows that you should watch and five others that you shouldn't, just based on our opinions. And today, with you, I'm Valentina Ricci, and my Instagram is at ValentinaRicci07. And myself, Damiana Torrance, and my Instagram is Damiana underscore Torrance. And I'm going to close by saying, don't forget your SPF, because it doesn't matter what you're doing, you always need to use SPF, because the sun is sort of the devil to your skin. <laughs> Love you all. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening, and see you in the next episode.